So I'm always refining in my head uh, different ideas and different concepts to further clarify my own understanding of something. And today I was thinking about how to tell if your crypto is a security. Well, um, the way that I was thinking about this subject, I was thinking about Albania and how they had different pyramid schemes or Ponzi's in the country that um, basically were encouraged often by a corrupt state and that uh, the, uh, it's called caused riots and eventually civil war in that country. <clears throat> and I was just thinking to myself, well, um, first of all, if you have a rule, of, if you have the rule of law and it's allowed to function, a Ponzi is basically a fraud. It's a kind of theft. So all you have to do is be able to bring a case against someone in court. Maybe their courts weren't working. Maybe they didn't work. I'm not sure. Um, but it's an interesting um, case because the, the inflation rate was relatively high, higher than what these different Ponzi's were offering for a return. So uh, this easy money sort of encourage people to be scammed and to go look elsewhere for a healthy return. So it's part a bubble, so, sorry, it's part easy money, it's part fraud going on. Well, in that case, it's mainly fraud, uh, the investment schemes. But um, I am getting a little bit off topic here, but I, uh, I was thinking about fraud and I was thinking about, well, the rule of law should work. And I was watching this, this little clip of someone who did an Albanian um, short over the Ponzi schemes. And he's liking, likening it to capitalism and saying that there's unbridled capitalism. Well, capitalism doesn't mean fraud. Capitalism doesn't mean that you get to lie. Uh, so that's not capitalism. And a lot of people say, well, we need to put the brakes on capitalism. We need, we need more regulation. But regulation itself doesn't prevent fraud. And in some cases, it actually gives the illusion that a product or investment um, opportunity is legit, even though it, it doesn't actually wouldn't pass muster under the law. Because regulators can either be corrupt themselves, they can be bought off, they can just be turning their head, or they just may not under, even understand a complicated asset. Uh, there could be any, any number of reasons why the regulators just miss it. Maybe it's small. Maybe it's just not on their radar. Maybe they have a lot of issues that they're dealing with. Uh, they have, they're, they're charged with regulating all securities. I mean, that's a big job. And it's not just all cryptos, right? It's not just all cryptos, baby. Like they have stock market. They have um, bonds. They have all, all kinds of, of, of issues. Like everything is basically a security. Any kind of investment product is a security. And then, you know, I was thinking about this, this other clip I was watching. Um, she was trying to explain what the difference is between like a pyramid, a Ponzi. And a Ponzi is sort of like known to be generally understood as an investment scam. So you give your money to somebody and they're, um, they're, they're, they're basically saying they're investing in it, but they're really lying to you. Okay. They're lying to you about how much returns they're making or about what they're doing with the money. A pyramid is where you recruit other people, but why would you need to recruit other people? 
because there's a product involved. So this is like Herbalife or any other multi-level marketing campaign where basically there is sort of a product, but what you have to look at, but first of all, okay, but it's a, it's a, it's considered a, a scam because the way that, that the people making money at this company, like an Herbalife is not by sales of the product. They're, they're growing because they're recruiting more people into the, into the scam somehow. So that if you look at where most of their revenues are occurring, it's not because of the product they sell. And that's how you can tell there's fraud going on. Now, they actually do have a product though. So it's a little bit, it's more difficult to even tell if they are a fraud or not. But I think that um, Bill Ackman, who I watched recently, his presentation over Herbalife, I think that he kind of hit the nail on the head in that where, did, where is their revenues coming from? Um, and then I didn't watch the whole thing, but where are the revenues coming from? How, you know, how much are they spending on promotion? What is their method of even drawing people in? But I think the key here is that their product isn't really, they're not generating revenues off of this product that they so, that they so-called, um, you know, that they have that, that basically they're, you know, Herbalife would probably describe themselves as like not only selling a product, but also selling, um, education or the opportunity for people to go into business with them. But, you know, if you're just selling education, that's a different line of product. But if you're actually inviting that person into, into your business and like sharing in profits somehow, that to me is way complicated. That's like introducing another partner, like a business partner almost, but I'm sure they wouldn't call them that, but they're, you know, I'm sure that they figured out legally how to like distance themselves from sharing any real revenue. But there is a sharing of revenue going on. And it, but it's not about selling the product. It's also about recruiting new people. And these new people have to like pay for the training or pay for the, uh, you know, pay so much to get, uh, to get like a sampler pack of the product. And this is like to go do classes. So it's very, very, these multi-level marketing schemes are actually pretty complicated. Um, but I think, and there's no, and there's no real rule about you can't pay people to promote your product, right? And you can't like, of course, people pay, pay people, train people to go and sell their product. And there's a real product with Herbalife. So it's very, I think it's very difficult to pick out the scam. Um, and again, I, I haven't delved into detailed enough, but you just sort of, you just sort of know it's a scam because they're they're bringing in a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people to do these so-called trainings, right? To sell to people, and they're also giving them sky-high hopes of yeah, you can you can reach the top and you can make this much money, and all of that's fraud because number one, only a few people are at the top, right? And so they're selling you a lie to basically get your money, get you in. So they're selling you a lie. And then they're telling you to go recruit more people and that your income will, will be based off more people coming in. And so it's just, it, it, you could tell it's just different structurally compared to something that would be just a company hiring marketers or, 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 you know, and then training them. It's just, it's just different. Um, but they do have a product. They do have a product. And that is actually what confuses people, I think. But it's the entire, you can't just look at the product. It's the entire structure of how this thing is sold, marketed, what the expectations are around it. 
uh, of recruiting new people in. And what are they actually buying? I think that's actually the key. When you when you recruit new people and you're an herbal life person, a sales guy, you're actually getting them to pay for like an upfront fee for either meetings or training or, or this or that. That's where the exchange of money happens. And that tells you if that's the bulk of, of the money flows going up to the top, that is where the con's going on. So it's like pretended they sneak the product in there. I mean, how much of this product, how much of the money that they have to fork over, right, goes to this product? It's probably made very, very cheaply, like extremely cheaply. And then like to get in the door, you have to pay like $600. And the, and the trainings are probably provided very, very cheaply. Um, so that's the scam. I think that, so you can't just look at the product. Yes, you have to look at the product. We have to look at where the money is coming from, how much of it, is then being given to the people and how much of that maybe goes to, goes to just um, pay for the product and how much of that is like just going to the top. So that's not really what I wanted to talk about here. Um, so I think I'll save it and then I'll, I'll, I'll continue on to the next one and actually talk about uh, a continuation of this.